0: Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of the Foggy Jack live podcast. I'm your host Foggy Jack and today we're going to talk one of my favorite monsters, vampires. Hello everybody, my name is Foggy Jack and I'm the Shock Bazaar Mental Mentalist and the host of the Foggy Jack live podcast. Now let's head on down to the pumpkin patch for more. Alright, welcome everybody to the Foggy Jack live podcast, and I just want to say welcome to the show. If you're new here, uh, my name is Foggy Jack. I am the Shock Bizarre Mental Mentalist. I am a magician. I travel to conventions and expos and perform weird, bizarre, crazy magic, and I also do this podcast where I come on, I talk about paranormal and monsters and all sorts of fun stuff where the haunters meet the haunted. I love haunted houses and I love Halloween, my favorite holiday. And so I come on here and I talk about everything that has to do with horror movies and Halloween and all sorts of haunted house stuff in that. So thank you guys for joining me and I just want to jump in to this story. We are doing something a little different today with this episode. I'm going to... Tell you guys this, this the story and um, all that kind of stuff that goes with this story. But at the end, I'm going to have a burning question. And the only way you can know the answer to the burning question is going over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash FoggyJack. And you will be able to find the answer to the burning question and some of my deeper thoughts about this story. So... Um, And I will give you more information about Patreon and all that kind of stuff at the end of this story. So let's jump into it. In today's world of fictional vampires, the overwhelming image is that of a creature which looks like a goth rock star or an underweight supermodel. Anemic-looking skin, black clothes, and sunken cheeks are very much the order of the day. But it wasn't always like that. Centuries ago, vampires were far more monstrous than anything that would the world of Hollywood prefers to get its teeth into. And simply, while movie makers might occasionally still present a vampire shape-shifting into a bat, according to legend, the vampire could take on the disguise of numerous animals. For the vast majority of people, vampires are nothing but fictional monsters designed to entertain and thrill. But long before the fictional vampire became all-dominating, there was a real monster. Both ancient reality and modern fantasy have one thing in common, namely the belief that vampires thrive and survive on blood, mostly human blood, but also that of animals, too, a process called hemotaphagy. but that is just about the parallels start to finish. It was in the early part of the 19th century when the vampires went from being a fairy a fairly obscure Eastern European legend to a nearly iconic piece of Gothic literature. No, we are not talking about Bram Stoker's classic novel, Dracula. Although it is widely perceived and acknowledged as the definitive vampire novel, Dracula was somewhat of a Johnny-come-lately. It was published in 1897. It was, however, in 1819 when the genre really began. There was That was the year in which John... Polaroid novel, *The Vampire* surfaced, and it was great acclaim too. What Polarodi did, and that Stoker expanded on, was that was to was to cast the vampire in a totally new light. This begs the question: What was the light? Well, it sure what sure it wasn't *Twilight* or *True Blood*. I actually really like *True Blood*, but. A careful study of ancient vampire lore and legend shows that tales of blood-drinking monsters date back millennia. They can be found in stories in history of ancient Greece and China and Japan. There's also no doubt that uh, Babylonian Lithian, a hideous and dangerous creature with a predilection of invading homes in the dead of night, was what today very few would hesitate to call a vampire. For, For her, however, it was a male sperm rather than blood which she craved now. Ah, okay. Over millennia, they had numerous names, um, all of which I cannot pronounce. It was however, the deadly creature of Eastern Euro- Europe and specifically in the middle ages onward that led to the development of what ultimately became today's vampire. And certainly vampire is the term that has for at least the last few centuries really struck a chord. A term about a term used to describe the terrifying bloodsucker in 1738 publication of Travels of Three English Gentlemen. This is not surprising. History has shown that from the second decade of the 18th century onward, tales of blood-draining and blood-drinking monster proliferated throughout Aus- Austria and Serbia, and was additionally accounted accounts coming out of Russia, Croatia, Poland, and Czechoslovakia. Western Europe also fell victim to belief in vampires too. Dark tales told of frightening villagers digging up freshly buried corpses in the dead of night. Wooden stakes were plunged into hearts that no longer beat, and garlic and crosses quickly became the key tool to thwarting the deadly and bloody reign of the undead. The vampire of the past was a grim and gruesome bunch, to be sure. Forget the rock star look. Centuries ago, the blood drinkers were easily identified by their swollen reddish-purple faces and their overwhelming overweight bodies, appearance, appearances which were attributed to the vast amount of human blood ingested during the average attack on an unfortunate victim or several, and there was not a mouthful of large incisors anywhere in sight. The bat is the animal that most that most people, whenever they believe in the existence of real vampires or not, associate with vampires. When it comes to the matter of body morphing, Hollywood has done a very good job of emphasizing that aspect of the controversy controversy above all others. But if one takes a look at what was afoot in Eastern Europe in 1700s, one sees a very different situation. It is a situation in which the vampires has the ability to take on the form of a veritable uh a lot of creatures sorry the bad aside a supernatural wolf was the vampire's most favorite form of creatures to transform into something which to a degree blurs the lines between the vampire and the shape shifting werewolf which was also a monster that plagued and terrified the people of europe centuries ago the ancient vampire was a creature very partial partial to the night sky not only was it to take to a star filled sky in the and disguised as a bat, it could also control the minds of both male moths and owls. Cats, foxes, rats, and sometimes a large black dog were all the list on the list when it came to time for the vampire to change its appearance and harness minds. The vampire was also able to increase its size and body mass, effectively turning itself into a blood-drinking goliath. Strangest of all was the ability that the vampire shifts into the form of fog. Usually a localized, but always dense and thick fog. In view of this latter belief, it is not at all surprising that hundreds of years ago, when the landscape became filled with fog and mist, fears that bands of vampires lurked within the inky depths abounded, or literally were the fearsome fog. Today, the vampire is nearly exclusively exclusively perceived as a creature of entertainment. Way back then, however, it was a monster of terrifying proportions. One which could change its shape easily and as quickly as the mind might blink an eye. Okay. So when we talk about vampires, it's very interesting to understand where vampires came from and where they're going or where they have been in Hollywood and that kind of stuff. It's interesting um, when we think about vampires, um, here in a minute... On the Patreon-only episode, I'm going to talk about a very interesting case of when a vampire was found here in America. Or no, it was Britain, sorry. In Britain, and the story that goes along with that. We're going to talk about that on Patreon. Um, Also, the burning question this week for Patreon is... Um, the synopsis below most accurately represents which horror film. A research team in Antarctica is haunted by a shape shifting alien. We're going to talk about that here in a minute, too, on the Patreon only episode. But vampires are one of my favorite monsters, one of my favorite things, creatures. Um, I actually have a Dracula tattoo. Um, vampires are the most interesting monsters to me because they are so powerful and they are so monstrous. Um, I haven't heard that they could transform into other things than bats and it's interesting and I think it's a lot of, it would be a lot of fun to play with the idea of a vampire being able to turn into fog. I think that would be a fun thing to play with, um, story-wise, Um, With dealing with demons, which is the the novel that I wrote that you guys can find on WAPAD. Um, Link in bio. (laughs) But vampires always have been one of my favorite monsters to talk about and to research because they are so powerful and so fun. Um, Truth be told, I have read all three Twilight books, I believe. Um, And I did read the first three books um in true blood um i do enjoy i may be one of the only haunters ever to say this but i do enjoy those type of of vampires also it brings on a different um atmosphere a different point to the vampires that i think you know people don't like but also people love um Yeah, vampires are just really fun to talk about. uh, Vampires are... um, I wish I could figure out a way to add vampires into my show. Honestly, I think it would be really interesting to do something along those lines. I do have a a trick or two that do play on vampires, you know, sucking blood and taking away the color of the cards or something like that. But I want to go bigger, of course, because that's who I am. But it's interesting to see. So thank you guys for joining me, and let's jump over to Patreon. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to this Patreon-only episode. So I wanted to talk about vampires and the actual an actual um, real story that deals with vampires in London. And we're going to talk of the burning question which was a research team in Antarctica, finds a haunting, shape-shifting alien. First off, what we're going to talk about is the story. This is one of my favorite stories of vampires that I've come across, and that is... Alrighty, if you want to hear the rest of that episode, or the Patreon episode, please head over to www.patreon.com slash FoggyJack. That's F O G G Y J A C. Okay. Now, that is not the only thing that you guys will receive if you sign up for Patreon. I do have three tiers for my Patreon account. Um, The first tier is $3 a month, and that will get you into the book club. We're going to be doing a book club each month um, for people that are interested in it. You don't have to join it. If you want to join it, you can. Um, Mostly, we're going to do, you know, Goosebump Books... um, we probably could do you know, some darker horror stuff, too, if people are interested in doing that. But that is only on Patreon, and that is for all the tiers. For $3 a month, you guys get the bonus episodes, which you guys just heard a part of. Um, those will go along with every episode. You guys get behind-the-scenes videos, live event access show shout-outs, so if you guys sign up for Patreon, you guys get a shout-out at the top of the the show, and um, you guys will be able to join polls and more. For $5 a month, which is the uh, same thing you'd pay for a cup of coffee, is uh, each month you guys get to choose between getting a sticker or a postcard, then... um, If you, for $5, you also get two full Patreon exclusive episodes, two live events per month, plus everything in the $3 tier, which is behind the scenes videos, live events, show shout outs, polls, more, and the book club. And then there is the $10 a month. This is where the big stuff comes in. For $10 a month, you get everything that's above. You get a sticker and a postcard each month. You get an exclusive $10 only October live event. Which, you know, details are still in the works. But you guys sign up and it's going to be for... It's going to be $10 tier only exclusive October event. Probably live from a haunted house. Then you guys will get... Two, the two full episodes and if you guys want and you guys are in the ten dollar tier you guys can um, I will give you guys an exclusive ten dollar episode um you guys get to join the live events you guys get behind the scenes videos live ac- live event access show shout outs polls and more for ten dollars a month I'm also gonna add you guys get you guys will be a producer So you guys would get shouted out every single episode. Making a note of that. And last but not least, if you are a $10 a month subscriber, you get everything that has just been announced. Plus, after six months of being a $10 um, $10 Patreon subscriber, you will get an exclusive... Foggy Jack Live t-shirt, which will be created and designed by me, and there's only going to be a handful made, so the $10 tier is prime to get that t-shirt, plus stickers, postcards, all sorts of stuff, plus the October event. Thank you guys for joining. Please, please, please join the Patreon. Help support this podcast. Let's get it up, going, and bigger and better than ever. There is also, and everybody everybody is free on the Patreon to join the book club. So, please head on over to patreon.com foggyjack, that's F-O-G-G-Y-J-A-C-K, and join. $3, $5, or $10 gets you a t-shirt. Thank you guys for joining me down here in the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted. Thank you, goodbye, and blessed be. Hello, everybody. Foggy Jack here, one more time. I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about um, what I've been working on behind the scenes, and I also love to write. And if you guys could do me a favor, go over to Wattpad and search Foggy Jack 13, and you're going to find all of my stories that I have written. Dealing with demons, well, f. That is what gay feels like. Something's in my head. Which is a continuous story that usually gets a new part every day. And my brand new one, I Have Mice in My Head. Please, if you could help me, go check those out over on Wapad. The link is in the bio. Thank you. You've seen him on YouTube, Instagram, and even live. But you've never seen Foggy Jack quite like this. Foggy Jack, a rainbow Halloween is a special production for the Idaho Halloween and Horror Convention. Foggy Jack has broken the mold with this one. Come and discover why the shock bizarre mental mentalist sucker punched a leprechaun and stole his rainbow. Confetti will fly, colors will shine, and Halloween will get blasted in the face with insert innuendo here. Foggy Jack will make sure you walk away saying something good about the show. This is a colorful show you won't want to miss. And remember, this is only happening at the Idaho Halloween and Horror Convention, taking place August 12th through 14th in Boise, Idaho. Don't be a square, be there. Why is it ABBA every time? Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Please follow us on all our social medias Jack 13. Also, make sure you subscribe to YouTube and to our Patreon. Hope to see you all next time down in the pumpkin patch. Thank you. Goodbye, and blessed be.